Hello and once again welcome to UCA News Weekly Summary, your guide for news and information about and of interest to the church in Asia. I'm John Lawrenson. The Church in Asia has started a process of searching for new ways to work for peace, dialogue and evangelization in the multi-religious continent where people suffer violence and poverty. That's according to Cardinal Charles Bow of Yangon, president of the Federation of Asian Bishops Conferences, or FABC. But we are not discouraged because though we are minority, our presence in the whole of Asia is very, very effective. And we are going through this journey with triple dialogue with the poor, uh, with their culture and religions, and added to that a dialogue with nature. That was Cardinal Bo, who spoke to media on Monday in Bangkok midway through the two-week gathering of Asian bishops. Besides celebrating the 50th anniversary of the FABC, the church leaders and delegates are discussing ways to revise pastoral plans and priorities for the church in Asia. The General Conference, the first such for FABC that began on October the 12th, has some 226 delegates, which included 20 cardinals, 120 bishops, 37 priests and 49 laypeople, including eight nuns. People from all walks of life in Myanmar have mourned the death of at least 80 people in an aerial bombing of a musical concert in Christian-majority Kachin State. The killing of the people, including leading Kachin musicians, occurred when three military fighter jets bombed the concert site in A Nangpa village last Sunday. Hundreds of people gathered for the concert, which was part of celebrations to mark the 62nd anniversary of the founding of the Kachin Independence Organization, the political wing of the armed rebel group Kachin Independence Army. The tragedy in the northern state prompted many people to black out their profile photos on Facebook to express solidarity with the victims and ethnic Kachin people. On Tuesday, a group of Christians held a prayer service in Majayang town to pay tribute to the victims. Buddhist groups lighted candles at their protest rally against the military rule. The deadly attack has also triggered international condemnation. Since the military coup last year, Myanmar's Christian-majority states, Kachin, Kaya, Karen and Chin, have experienced heavy fighting between ethnic rebel forces and the military. Scores have died and tens of thousands have been displaced as the military continued to attack both rebel and civilian targets. People in the southern coastal region of Bangladesh are grappling to rebuild their lives after the powerful Cyclone Sitrang hit the country, killing at least 35 and leaving a trail of destruction. The cyclone, packing wind speeds of about 90 kilometers per hour, made landfall in Bangladesh late on Monday and affected 13 districts along the coast of the Bay of Bengal. Thousands of houses were destroyed or damaged and roads and villages were flooded due to heavy rain and tidal surges. The authorities evacuated millions to shelters before the cyclone hit the coastal belt. The deaths mostly occurred from the collapse of houses and trees and drowning. 
The storm uprooted many trees and electric poles, leaving vast areas without electricity and mobile connections for prolonged periods. Three regional offices of the Catholic charity Caritas in Kulna, Birashal and Chittagong dispatched staff and volunteers as soon as the cyclone was forecast. They helped people to move to safety and offered them dry food. The strong winds and flooding destroyed crops and washed away fish farms in vast areas in southern Bangladesh. The government and charity groups said they have been assessing the extent of damage to seek international funds to help victims rebuild their lives. A court in Hong Kong convicted Catholic media mogul and pro-democracy supporter Jimmy Lai of two charges of fraud on Tuesday. Democracy and rights activists slammed Lai's conviction as another blow to press freedom and democracy in the politically troubled former British colony. The 74-year-old Lai is the founder of the now-defunct pro-democracy newspaper Apple Daily and chief of its parent company Next Digital. He had earlier pleaded not guilty guilty to the charges. He and two officials of Next Digital are accused of violating the lease agreement of the company. Jimmy Lai is a close associate of Hong Kong's outspoken Cardinal Joseph Zen. He was arrested by the pro-Beijing regime after it launched a crackdown to break up a strong pro-democracy movement in 2019. He's remained in jail since December 2020 and faces a series of charges including sedition, incitements, fraud and collusion with foreign forces under the draconian National Security Law of 2020. Police raids, arrests of journalists and staff and freezing of bank accounts forced the closure of Apple Daily last year. On April 16, 2021, a court sentenced Lai to 14 months in jail, along with eight activists for joining an unauthorised rally in June 2020 to mark the 1989 Tiananmen Massacre anniversary. An Indian Catholic priest who was accused of sexually abusing a minor boy in Pune City in the western state of Maharashtra surrendered before police last Sunday. 55-year-old father Vincent Pereira is accused of abusing the 15-year-old boy at his parents' home in December last year. The surrender came after nearly a month's efforts from the priest to evade arrest. He was booked in September under India's Stringent Protection of Children from Sexual Offences Act. Meanwhile, police said they have begun a probe against Bishop Thomas Dabre of Pune for allegedly attempting to cover up the crime. Father Pereira was suspended from public ministries after police arrested him in September 2018 for abusing another teenage boy in a diocesan school. He was released in March 2020 after spending 18 months in jail. Catholic leaders in Pakistan expressed joy as a global money laundering watchdog removed the country from a watch list, triggering hope for easing out of the financial crunch in the development and relief sector. During the interfaith press conference on Monday, Archbishop Sebastian Shaw of Lahore said Pakistan's exit from the grey list of the Financial Action Task Force will promote development and help the country overcome ongoing multiple crises. 
Pakistan was put on the watch list in June 2018 after the country failed to implement policies aimed at stamping out money laundering and the financing of international terror groups. The following year, the government revoked the licenses of non-governmental agencies, including church organisations, preventing them from receiving foreign funds. The fund crunch badly impacted humanitarian efforts as more than 1,700 people were killed and 33 million displaced, while a third of the country was submerged underwater in the worst floods to hit Pakistan since mid-June. A fatal fire ripped through a passenger boat in Indonesia's Christian-majority province of East Nusa Tenggara, leaving at least 14 people dead on Monday. The Kantika Express 77 caught fire in Naik Liu waters near the provincial capital Kupang. The tragedy adds to the long list of cases of maritime transport accidents in the country. The province's search and rescue office said 326 people were evacuated, 14 of whom died. Most of the victims were found after floating in the sea for five to six hours. Officials said the boat was carrying far higher numbers of passengers than the manifest data of 167 passengers and 10 crew members. A survivor said before the fire started he heard an explosion at the rear of the deck which caused a number of passengers, including children, to jump into the sea. He said the boat had no alarm or warning sign when it caught fire. Maritime accidents are common in Indonesia. In 2021, some 123 people died in 19 accidents compared to 44 deaths in 12 cases in 2020. Authorities in Vietnam have barred a redemptionist priest from travelling to the United States on Monday. The 45-year-old Father Joseph Truong Hoang Vu, who works among old soldiers of South Vietnam, is also known as a vocal advocate dealing with social injustice and religious freedom besides fighting against illegal land grabs. Father Vu was stopped from boarding his flight to Manila in the Philippines from where he was scheduled to head for the USA. Officials claimed he was prevented from leaving the country for social order and safety reasons. Father Vu is in charge of the Grateful Program, which provides support to 600 disabled Vietnam War veterans. He secures funding from benefactors in the US and other countries. He's now one of the six redemptionist priests in Vietnam barred from travelling abroad. Last month, Father Locke, an advocate for social justice and human rights, was prohibited from flying to the Philippines. At least two Catholic dioceses in the Philippines have appealed for donations to undertake church repairs after a recent earthquake that hit several provinces in the country. The Diocese of Banged in Abra province and the Archdiocese of Tugigaro in Cagayan province in northern Philippines have appealed for aid to repair cracked walls and fallen belfries damaged by the 6.4 magnitude earthquake on Tuesday. 
It was followed by numerous aftershocks early Wednesday that damaged government buildings, hospitals and churches. Earthquakes are common in the Philippines. In July, a seven-magnitude quake, also in the mountainous Abra province, triggered landslides and ground cracks, killing 11 people and injuring several hundreds of others. The Philippines sits along the Pacific Ring of Fire, an arc of intense seismic as well as volcanic activity that stretches from Japan through Southeast Asia and across the Pacific Basin, making it prone to frequent quakes. That's it for this week. Visit ucanews.com for your daily dose of stories, commentaries, interviews, opinions and podcasts on the church in Asia. Share it with your friends and relatives. Your help is highly appreciated. Contribute via ucanews.com slash donate. Today's producer was Binu Alex. Until next week, goodbye. Goodbye.